0: Politics, pop culture, and a whole bunch of other things that start with the letter P.
1: The Mark Harvard Podcast.
0: Who knew that optimism could sound so sarcastic? Hey, 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 welcome in to the Mark Harvard Podcast. I am the aforementioned Mark Harvard. Happy, happy day slash evening whenever you're listening to this. Man, what a week. Later on, stick around, we're going to talk with our friend Joseph Daly. He's going to talk a little bit about this housing market that's, that continues to be just like the wild, wild west. So stick around for that in just a little bit. He's going to give you some tips. If you're thinking about selling a house, some things, I mean, granted, selling the house isn't the problem right now. It's finding somewhere else to live. I've got friends, actually, that, are, that have just gotten done with that, and it was rough for them. So we're going to talk a little bit about how you can avoid that as well. Also, also, I'm going to tell you about, once again, why Dave Grohl is one of the coolest guys on the planet. But first, let's go to the opposite end of the spectrum there. We're going to talk a little bit about this press conference that happened earlier today. Uh, we recording this on, uh, on Thursday night. You're probably listening to it on Friday. Um, Thursday night, as even CBS News correspondents are calling, the worst day of the Biden presidency. Yeah, Nora O'Donnell and Nancy Cordes said uh, Thursday marked the worst day of the Biden presidency. Following the deaths of 12, we now know to be 13, U.S. service members in a suicide bombing outside Afghanistan's Kabul airport. The bloodshed marked the deadliest day for U.S. service members in Afghanistan since August 2011. Uh, The direct quote was, Nancy, I think it's fair to say this is the worst day of the Biden presidency, O'Donnell told Cordes, uh, who is also CBS's chief White House correspondent. And Cordes replied back saying, it's the worst day of the Biden presidency, Nora. It's a very momentous time for this White House. So, man. Okay, so we have 15 injured, 13 service members killed, Joe Biden he puts it off most of the day, coming out with, with some sort of thing. And I get it; he has to be briefed. They've got to come up with a strategy. I I get that. I one hundred percent get that. And I'll I'll be the first to tell you. I I let me. I I feel like I always have to preface this, and I hate that I have to, but I feel like I have to just to avoid the uh, the, the the email <laughs> and the ats and everything. Uh, I'm not a trumper. I I tend to lean more conservative in values liberal but at the same time i understand both parties have to have their problems i get it trump had his his problems biden has problems as well but at the same time right now the president of the united states joe biden and he came out after an obvious attack on u.s citizens and he came out first with the the big black statements you know i mean we're gonna find who did this we're gonna you know We're going to, we're going to, you know, there's going to be consequences, that sort of thing. He came out and he did that. But that's where everything just completely came off the rails here. First off, he opens the press conference by taking questions from reporters for the first time since the terror attack started. And uh, hours after two suicide bombings outside the airport left 13 U.S. uh, servicemen dead. He broke his silence, comes out. The nation's looking to Joe Biden to see how he's going to react was something like this, and he says, Ladies and gentlemen, they gave me a list here. The first person I was instructed to call on was Kelly O'Donnell from NBC. That's how he kicked off the the press conference. So, I mean, if there was any illusion that Joe Biden was actually making the calls here, that was obliterated. When he can't even pick who he's going to call on in a press conference. It means, and I'm not saying he's the only president that's ever had handlers. I mean, most presidents have in some capacity. But never has he been, have they ever actually come out and said, yeah, I'm being told who to call on. I'm being told what to say here. They'll get mad at me if I say this or if I take questions on that or that sort of thing. They'll get mad at me. Who's in charge, Joe? You say you won the election, be the president. So he appeared to be going off script by calling on NPR correspondent uh, Franco uh, was it uh Real Clear News reporter Philip Wegman, and even sparred with Peter Doocy. Now, Peter Doocy thing. Here's the part that was just, oh my goodness. They're saying it's a defining image. I actually used it last night on social media, the defining image of Biden's presidency at this point is Joe Biden with his head in his hands, with his head down on the podium in a press conference. And that is so sad. I mean, so much of this conference, he looked like he had like the dead eyes going, kind of like on the Polar Express. Um, But they're saying, yes, the the defining image of of President Joe Biden's recent press conference, he calls on Fox News reporter Peter Ducey, which first off, you know what? Kudos for, to go for the Fox News guy. I'll give you that. He's done it before, but I'll give it to him again. He knows it's going to be an aggressive question. He knows it's going to be something that's not going to be just a, going along with his talking points. Now, I'm sure his handlers would prefer that they, they show this guy the door, but, you know, whatever. By, uh, Ducey asked Biden if he accepts responsibility for the way things have unfolded in Afghanistan in the last two weeks. Biden responded, I bear responsibility for fundamental all... That happened of late. However, he also invoked President Trump and his announcement to pull troops from Afghanistan, neglecting to say that Trump's pulling uh, troops had a lot of conditions that had to go on to it that the people there had to meet for that to happen. So Biden says, You know as well as I do that a former president made a deal with the Taliban that, uh, that would get all of America and get all American forces out of Afghanistan on May 1st. And so that led to a tense exchange between Biden and Ducey. Yeah, <laughs> and he just basically just gave up. Joe Biden basically just gave up, and it's it's so sad because Biden asks him a question. If he remembers, you know that that Trump had made this deal with the Taliban, and instead of giving a quick guess that he wanted, Ducey challenged him a little bit on it, and Biden, it was like. You felt bad for someone picking on people, you know, it was it it goes beyond the whole, you know, but the whole left right thing. It's just you feel bad for the for a guy that's clearly not up to this. So the image of Biden's head down has quickly been shared across Twitter with several people calling it a defining image of the Biden administration. Uh, Matt Whitlock, who is a Republican consultant, shared the image with the tag "a defining image." Even Joe Biden's, si- bow- even Joe Biden's sign language interpreter gave up. Uh, have you seen this picture? Because th- there's no sign language for head and hands, so what they did, the interpreter almost gave you like a shrug. <laughs> the sign language interpreter gave up. If you're wa- you saw it. If you're watching on uh, wh.gov. Um, Optics disaster, some people are calling it It's time for Biden to resign uh, Peter Ducey broke Biden uh, Biden's body language when Peter Ducey asks him a question Unbelievable um, It just goes on and on it's, The scary thing about Biden's decline is that His his, his starting point was mediocrity uh, This is the Biden presidency in one picture He's going to regret that He's going to regret that motion I'm sure he already does. Biden was criticized for his plan to withdraw U.S. troops from Afghanistan, which has led to the Taliban to take over the majority of the country and the turmoil that followed. Now, we know now, we, we have reports now, that the Americans on the ground there were warned the night before that an attack was imminent. They needed to leave the area. They knew this. So this was something that was not just an, oh, they did that thing. We knew that this was coming in some form or fashion. So unfortunately, 13 American heroes lost their lives because of this. But the biggest thing from that press conference is that to the rest of the world, America looked very, very weak. I have a friend that lives over in the UK, and even he was asking, is Biden okay? And I had no answer for him. None. He has no dog in this fight. He's a, you know, he's a citizen over there. He didn't care. But even he saw the press conference. It's made around the world. And a lot of people are asking, is Biden okay?" I've got a buddy of mine who's in talk radio here in Birmingham. Uh, His name is Matt. And he he uh, he started uh, using the hashtag uh, invoke 25 um, being, you know, let's you know, let's get him out of office. The problem is, what happens when he gets out of office? You know, we we know who's waiting in the wings, and that's not a great choice either. The best thing is, if something like this happens, if this continues to run the course, if we survive the next, you know, couple of years, then the bar is very low for any Republican to come in. So hopefully, this will be a, a, a shot for someone maybe who, who's not all about marketing, but it's actually about doing what's best for the American people. To get it I, and I know I'm looking through rose-colored glasses probably not gonna happen but a, a fella can try I was talking to my mother-in-law earlier today about how you know the greatest generation oh that's back when they got to really be ecstatic about who they were voting for because I've never experienced that every time I voted for president or I'll be honest most elected officials I've voted for the lesser of two evils I've I, I am jealous of the greatest generation because they actually were excited about who they were voting for, and I've never felt that. Man. So that's what uh, I lead into the uh, to the podcast with. Stick around in just a few minutes. We're going to talk with Joseph Daly. Now, Joseph is, is an old friend of mine. Uh, he and I used to work at the radio station, actually, together, but uh, he has gone off... And he has entered the real estate market, and man, is he just absolutely killing it out there. Now, granted, the market is hot right now, and it's not all that hard to sell a house. My wife and I actually sold ours, ours on Facebook last year. But uh, but it, the, the trick is finding another one. That's the thing. It's finding another house. So, uh, because you got to have a place to live. So Joseph's going to talk to us about that in just a few. Also, we're going to talk about why Dave Grohl might just be the coolest guy and the best dad on the planet. All that and more coming up in just a little bit. So stick around for that. Also, hey, don't forget if we're, you can find us everywhere. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us over on on uh, Facebook, on uh, on YouTube. We got a YouTube channel. Also, as official as of today, we're on Amazon Music and on Audible. So go listen to the, uh, the podcast there as well. You can find us on your smart speaker and on your Amazon Fire Stick and all that. So, uh, yeah, just making it more and more easy for you to keep up with the show and for you to share it with your friends. That is actually fantastic. Stick around. We've got more coming up. It is the Mark Hard Podcast. Mark Harvard Podcast. Guys, you know I love talking about all the folks I do business with, and let me tell you, I am thrilled to welcome Excalibur Service Company to the Mark Harvard Podcast. When we moved into our house last year, Ben and the gang came out and checked a bunch of things, and we have since used them for all kinds of electrical work and HVAC stuff that nobody wants me attempting. (laughs) That's who I trust my family to for HVAC and electrical work, and you should trust them as well. Go to ExcaliburService.com or call them at two 205-718-8688 205 that's 205-718-8688 tell them you heard about them right here on the mark harvard podcast it's excalibur service company summer's here and it is time to update that summer wardrobe with some merch from the mark harvard podcast go to markharvardcreative.com right now and click the store link to go get t-shirts polos bags and hats with the mark harvard podcast logo on them you can also pick up our famous jesus sound wave design featuring the audio sound wave of the name jesus all that and so much more found at markharvardcreative.com today find us on facebook instagram and online at markharvardcreative.com the mark harvard podcast once again want to welcome you back into the podcast and want to thank the gang over at excalibur services They are who I trust my family's heating and cooling uh, issues to. We actually had an issue this week with a, a unit that was installed by someone else, and Excalibur came in and saved the day. And last night, I actually got a good night's sleep for the first time in a couple of days because I wasn't just sweating profusely throughout the night. Excalibur made my house comfortable. They're who I trust my family to. You should trust them as well. And hey, if you are a plumber, a master plumber and you're looking for a new gig, Excalibur is hiring plumbers. We're talking 60000 to 100000 depending on uh, on your experience. So look for a master plumber. If you need any of the de- any of the details on that, give them a call. It's 205-718-8688. Or go check them out at ExcaliburService.com. You can also find the link over on the Mark Harvard Podcast Facebook page. All right. Speaking of people that can help you out with your home... I've got a buddy of mine online here who is going to tell you all about how you can find a home. Right now, you know, the market, it's it's like the Wild West out there. Uh, I've told before, my wife and I, we actually sold our house on Facebook last year. Barely had to try. And luckily, we had a a house lined up to move into, but that's the problem now. Selling the house is not the issue. It's finding somewhere to live. (laughs) And to help you with that, I've got my friend Joseph Daly here to talk all about the housing market that we're experiencing right now. Joseph, thanks for joining us today, man.
1: Mark, thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Let me cut this down just a little bit. There we go. Yeah, Too many knobs, man. There you go. So, there you are. Joseph, uh, you've been, uh, you and I actually worked together at the radio station back in in the day, Uh, you know, back when things were black and white, and, uh, you know, people talked like this, see, and, you know, Keystone Cops and all that. Um, But you left, and you went and jumped into the real estate market, and you have been absolutely killing it out
1: there, right? Hey, well, I'm glad to see, think, uh, I'm glad to know that somebody thinks <laughs> so. Um, now I tell you, it's, it's a really cool story. I mean, I got out of real estate or I got out of radio. Golly, it's, it just all runs together now. But I got out of radio and, uh, you know, pursued a college degree and finished that. And then uh, when I finished there, I started working for, you know, a heartbeat of mine, first priority. Mm -hmm. Um, which is a great local nonprofit ministry that I love. And now I get to serve on the board for our elementary kids. And uh, God called me out of that. It was the coolest story. Uh, My grandmother was actually diagnosed with stage four cancer and uh, stage four lung cancer. And so in the middle of that, I was driving home and I asked God, you know, Lord, what can I do? to spend more time with my family and uh, God called me into real estate and I quit my job. Um, About four months later, my grandmother had passed away and, about four months later, I finished getting my real estate license and I quit my job and I went into real estate full time. And I never thought, um, that I could accomplish what I have. And God has just blessed it the whole way through. And it's been the most incredible story. Um, just to be a part of, not only to tell, but just to be a part
0: of. Now you've got your own group, right? The daily group, your name's on it and everything. Yeah, yeah. So um, we did. We launched the daily group this year
1: um, as demand has grown. Um, and and thankfully, my client base has grown and the people that I get to serve. Are, um, I've had to bring on some help to make sure that everybody gets taken care of at the same level that I love to treat all of my clients. Um, so that's been a really great experience to bring on two new agents who are learning the business, um, who still get to use me as a resource and grow. Um, while serving clients at a really high level.
0: Well, there you go. Okay, so the real estate market right now on the heels of COVID, and even during COVID, was uh, challenging, to say the least. Uh, it had its ups and downs. I mean, the prices for homes just went nuts. It was like the Wild West. A buddy of mine, actually, he sold his house. Like, I mean, it went on the market. By the end of the day, first day, he had like four or five offers already on it but he it put him in a bind because he all of a sudden had nowhere to live and nowhere to go he, he was at the point where he's having to make offers on houses he had not looked at yet so talk, talk to us a little bit about that why did that happen so <laughs> why it happened is
1: because demand really went up and if you want to think about it you know the amount of people who were not working who mm-hmm. were staying at home this is the story i'm telling it may not be the whole truth, but this is the story I'm telling. The amount of people who decided to stay home, sell their home, they realized, you know, I'm not really happy here, or I'm ready for something different, or it's time for a change. You, when you, when you're stuck at home every day, for an extreme, <laughs> when you're looking at those walls, time, yeah, yeah,
0: you're looking at those four, what's that? You're looking at those four walls all the time. You're realizing, I wish these were a different four walls.
1: Absolutely, and so people started you know, exploring other options. And I really believe that that's where we saw a a big increase in home sales come in. Now, before that, we had already been seeing historically low interest rates, um, uh, historically high home sales, um, you know, still, and we're still seeing that trend continue right now while we're in the beginning of a shift that's, um, that's coming on slowly, um, but we're beginning to see everything kind of taper down. But the story that I'm telling is, you know, really people were, were stuck in their four walls, like you said, and they were looking for an opportunity to find something new. And so, um, you know, 2020 actually was my greatest year in real estate so far. Mm-hmm. And thankfully we've already surpassed what we sold in 2020 this year already, Um but it was it was an amazing year um, to see how truly um, impacted the real estate market could be by something like COVID. and what we found was that people were not as afraid to make a transition during a national pandemic as we all thought we really thought that everything was going to halt and for about a month it did and you can go back and look at april sales Um, really may may is where it was probably hit the worst because March is when the lockdown happened and lots of things closed in March, but April and may, those two months were, were down. But as soon as we hit the end of may and the beginning of June sales took off again because people, you know, had gone through their two weeks of quarantine and, and moved on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They got, they got a little brave to them, you know? Um, Absolutely. So, so you, you mentioned there's a shift that's slowly taking place. What, what does that mean? Explain that to me.
1: Yeah. So when we start seeing homes, that are on the market for longer than we expect and when i say what we expect we're following market data right uh-huh. so we follow one of our key indicators is days on market and right now i'm going to give you the last uh, days on market stat that i've got here um for july 1st um the days on market were six six
0: um, days on the market out... i'm sorry that's the that's the average you said of, of days on market six days on the market that's the average amount of time a house is staying on the market So basically anything longer than that, something's wrong with the house. Yeah.
1: You know, in a lot of cases. Yeah. But right now, what we're seeing is demand has decreased drastically. So, you know, last month, if I'm not mistaken, demand was up around 31, 32 percent. And this month, we see demand only up by five percent over last year, so we're watching mm. it begin to decrease. It's not—it's not saying that home prices are going to fall or the market's going to crash. We're just seeing a slow up in demand. And, and historically, historically, the be, the end of summer and the beginning of fall, things slow down because people are coming back from vacations. they're yeah. settling in for school, um, and then we see things pick up some in the fall. You know. Um, mm-hmm. But but COVID really wrecked that statistic because what we saw was a big hold off from the spring market, and the spring market really came in July, August, September, and October, which was wild, and nobody really expected that to happen. I don't think um, until it did.
0: Yeah. So, and, and, you know, like you said, people are now, school has started, people aren't going to move, you know, in the first couple of months of school. Uh, But there's a a season later on where people look at maybe in January because, you know, you get your taxes, tax data that messes up and everything. Um, And then, of course, when you come into your Aprils and your Mays, when people really start looking because they move during the summer, right?
1: Right, yeah. So April and May is really kind of the beginning of the hot market, the hot season if you will. I mean, June and July have historically been, you know, uh, probably two of the greatest months of the year of sales. Um, But yeah, we we really were surprised. I mean, first off, everyone was surprised by COVID, truly surprised the impact that it had, Um, you know, but then we were really surprised of the impact that it did not have on real estate and that real estate continued to move homes, continued to sell people continued to, to, to walk through homes, see properties. I mean, we were wearing masks and gloves and, and, all, you know, it was just, <laughs> it was strange. It was strange, you know, it's it unlike anything we had done before because we've been in people's homes, you know, forever. And, mm-hmm. uh, at least for me, you know, for the last three four years, I've been in homes and never had to worry about such things. Um, but, but this year, you know, things are just a little off kilter uh, because it, we're, what we've become used to is what happened last year. Yeah. so everybody adapted with COVID. And now we're realizing, oh, well, you know, the market is coming, it's starting to normalize a little bit. Um, And really about the last four or five years leading up to this point have still been year over year, increasingly more and more and more Mm -hmm. in sales in total days on market uh, or less days on market, you know, increased sales price. In fact, um, you know, one of the stats right now is that, Home prices, on average, have been seventeen percent higher mm-hmm. over last year, which is nuts. Oh and yeah, even to win right now, you've got to go in almost fifteen percent over the list price just to be considered.
0: And 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 a lot of people are having to make offers on houses that they haven't even seen yet because if it's a really great house at a you know an actual house halfway marginal good price, um, it's gone by the end of the day.
1: Yeah, or in sometimes, honestly, a matter of
0: hours, so um, which has been unbelievable. So, if someone you know that you've sold, you've sold your house, that was the easy part at this point. Um, what do you, what do you, what, what action do you, would you suggest if someone's looking for a house right now? They, 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 they've got to get out. Maybe they've got you know two months to get out of the house, out of the house they're in. What would you suggest?
1: Well, let me say this first: If you are considering selling a home. Whether you work with me or you work with your agent, I mean, now is the time to consider doing that. And the reason is not just, you know, for us to make another sale. It has nothing to do with that. The reason is to make you the most money in the least amount of time with the least amount of hassle. And right now is the time to do that. And so if people are considering, you know, is now the time to cash out on my investment properties is now the time to cash out on my personal property. You know, what about renting? You know, I may be the first realtor to tell you it's okay to rent for a little while. Yeah. While you make the most money on your property you're ever going to make. Mm-hmm. And so there's, there, there's several different options, I think, as far as planning. Um, and I think the first one is, is partnering with an agent, you know, mm-hmm. partner with an agent who knows the market, who sure. understands what your options are and can really help guide you through that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then secondly, is having a good strategy and your agent should be able to provide several strategies for you to do, um, as you consider selling your home. So let's say you're selling your home and you're stuck in a situation where you've got to be out in 30 days. You know, I mean, I, I really, it, it's probably terrible advice to most people, but find something to rent for a little while, mm-hmm. do what's right for you. Absolutely. Don't waste your cash on a purchase, you know, um, that then in a couple of years you know you may not want or you may regret paying too much for and it's not to say it's not to say that i believe that home prices are going to drop i don't believe that but what i am saying is that if if renting is what's right for you then do it but it's always the right time to buy a house or to sell a house if it's right for you
0: there you go what you're saying is listen to what's going on in your life not so much what the market's yeah. doing okay and that makes absolutely sense. that makes total sense Okay. Yeah. All right. So. Okay. So, and I mentioned coming into the break that my wife and I, you know, we 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 uh, we sold our house on Facebook. The only reason we were able to do that, though, and it like never hit the market or anything like that, just somebody jumped on a on a group and said, "Hey, if I put their house up, Well, we're thinking about it." I mean, the only reason we were able to do that is because my mother was a realtor, and kind of guided us through it. To do, like, the legalese part of it, the, you know, the heavy lifting, you know? Okay, um, because
1: you had me a nervous wreck on the other end of this No, 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 no 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 no. no, no,
0: no. no, no, we actually—we <laughs> bought my mother-in-law's house, so that wasn't going anywhere, and we, we sold our house, and my mother was a realtor, and so— yeah, I, we had guidance. You know, we we didn't just go off willy nilly and you know I know nothing, and so I'll just do for sale by owner, and we'll you know sign some, some sign a napkin on the back of a flatbed. You know, no, no, we didn't do that. So <laughs> don't freak out. But uh, but I say that all that to get to, you need a good realtor to get you through this process, and it's not always just when even when you're selling, it's not the marketing. It, that that really is the big hurdle that the marketing is the is the fun exhilarating part of it it's the 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 know-how that somebody like like joseph is going to have to kind of guide you through that process for all the legal stuff to make sure you're making decisions that you're going to be okay with down the road the stuff that you don't think about the things beyond decorating
1: i think even 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 greater than that sometimes is honestly just the ability to get it to the closing table Mm So not even just watching out for the legal stuff, because that, you know, to us, that that's normal. And it's really simple for us to handle all the legal end of things. But the biggest thing is getting it actually to the closing table. Um, you know, you never you never expect to run into the issues that you do when you sell a house. Um, mm-hmm. And right now, more than ever, you know, people come in 20, 30, 40, 50 thousand dollars over list price in some cases. And then they want to negotiate the fire out of the deal. And it just doesn't always work that way. Yeah. So, you know, having somebody who's in your corner representing
0: you and fighting, you know, for your money is important. So, Joseph, what are people looking for right now? What's like the biggest price range type of home people are looking for right now?
1: I would say probably between 200 and 250,000 mm-hmm. is the largest demand of price point. And he probably maybe maybe even to include between 185 up to 250. I would say that's the greatest demand um, right now and it's also one of the areas where we're seeing seeing the most amount of increase in home sales. I mean, I listed a home for 235 um, you know, $235,000 just a month ago and we got nine offers and one of them was twenty thousand dollars over list price and they offered to pay ten thousand dollars over appraised value if the appraisal was less than contract price so wow. um, you know there's a strategy right there for a buyer yeah you know I I've won a couple of times even just offering a couple of grand over the appraised mm-hmm. value to set ourselves apart um, but 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 that's the kind of stuff that we're seeing right now
0: man. It it's a uh, it's it's the wild west out there in a certain degree, and you need somebody out there to guide you. Now, how do we get in touch with you, Joseph? How how do we how do we get uh, on team daily here?
1: Yeah, so the best way to reach me is of course through social media. Um, we are Deal with Daily everywhere, just at Deal With Daily. Um, you can reach me by phone. You can call our office at 205-465-7099. Again, it's 205-465-7099. Um, or you can always email us at care at
0: We care at dealwithdaily.com. All right, Joseph, thank you so much for hanging out with us this evening. It's been great. Hey, Mark, thanks for having me on the show. All right. We'll put the uh, link to all your stuff uh, in the show notes. Uh, so if, if you missed it, we can you can grab it wherever you go. Um, stick around. Coming up, we're going to talk a little bit about how uh, a rock star out there has made all dads out there feel like less of a dad. Uh, but it's in a good way. He's he's still he's, he's actually just, just that cool. It's not that we're bad. Stick around for that. Coming up, all that and more, it's the Mark Harvard Podcast. Stick around. The Mark
1: Harvard Podcast.
0: We are so happy to have All Things New Counseling Services as a member of the Mark Harvard Podcast family. Now, here's the thing. Life is not always easy. There are times when things change. We have to kind of adjust with that accordingly. And life can sometimes be overwhelming and frustrating, downright messy. If you're in one of these seasons in life, you need to call All Things New Counseling Services that will come alongside you. They'll offer you strength, encouragement, and hope in the confines of a safe and therapeutic environment. Listen, I've known Counselor Sharman Rutherford for a while now, and she is amazing and an amazing resource for people that need a little help getting through some of those valleys in life. So give them a call 205-765-9155 or go by their website allthingsnewcounselingservices.com and tell them you heard about them right here on the Mark Harvard podcast. Old World Lumiere Candle Company has been with the Mark Harvard podcast since the very beginning and let me tell you how happy we are you can get all kinds of scents guys to make your house smell great and they aren't just your frou-frou floral stuff guys can get candles like bourbon or leather and they come in these really cool glass containers check them out everything they've got is at owlcandlecompany.com and tell them i sent you it's old world luminaire candle company find us on facebook instagram and online at markharvardcreative.com. The Mark Harvard Podcast. We are back. Welcome back into the Mark Harvard Podcast. You know, I, I, we, earlier we, we heard about uh, about all things new counseling services, and they have got a pretty awesome brand new website you can go to to get all the details there all things new counseling it just got new revamped uh, all kinds of functionality and it's a uh, it's basically a way that you can get in touch with Sharman and her team to uh, talk about uh, some of the things that are making life just a little hard for you but whether it's trauma PTSD grief and loss uh, substance abuse and addiction eating disorders school work stress we're all feeling that anxiety and depression relationship issues pornography addiction and divorce all of that uh are things you can talk to Sharman and her team about over at all things new counseling services give them a call 205-765-9155 205-765-9155 for all things new counseling services okay so I mentioned earlier I was going to talk about Dave Grohl Dave Grohl This guy is just a superstar, and he is the epitome of the rock and roll lifestyle. I mean, the guy broke his leg in the middle of a show and finished the show and then continued on with the tour. And from what I've heard, I didn't make it any of the shows, I've heard it was a fantastic tour. So... King of what they're calling dad rock now with the Foo Fighters, and he's become even more beloved for his quarantine digital drum battle with a 10-year-old and the Rock and Roll Hall of Famer twice over, uh, you know, because, you know, Foo Fighters and Nirvana, also scores big on the dad front, and his latest story is no different. He was recently a guest on Apple Music's after-school radio, and on the show he recalled a time he took his daughters to a daddy-daughter dance. Which, if you're a father of a, of a little girl, you know that that's a special night. You don't miss that. Unfortunately, Grohl was out on tour. Yeah, he was. He was out. He, so he flew halfway around the world, mid tour, to come home for a few hours just to dance with his kids, and then jumped right back on the plane, went right back to Australia. He originally he planned to cancel the concert just to ensure he can make the dance. He said, it was ridiculous. I could not go, I could not not go to this daddy-daughter dance. Not an option. He apologized to everyone, but decided he'd have to cancel a stadium show in Perth. That's when his tour manager helped helped kind of put together the perfect plan for Grohl to fly home mid-tour, be there for a few hours, take his kids to the dance, and fly right back to Australia. He'd sleep on the forever-long flight and get back to, to the other end of the world with a few hours to spare before his concert. Dude. Awesome dad move there, so yeah. No, no one, no one can say that Dave Grohl, even when he's on tour, is not there for his kids. Man alive, that is just that. that that's a heartwarming story. <laughs> so we, this has been a fantastic uh, time. Thank you once again for uh, for, for joining. Uh, also, don't forget you can find us all over the place and. Uh, also, make sure if you've got a need, support the people that support us here on the on the podcast. You've got Excalibur Service Company. If you've got uh, HVAC units, man, um, we we needed them this week. We had some problems with a unit that was installed by someone else, and Excalibur came through. And now I actually slept well for the first night in a few days because I was not just overwhelmingly hot excalibur did the trick you should use them as well and also don't forget to check out all things new counseling services it's a time of anxiety it's a time of uh, of stress go to all things new counseling services.com i'll see you next week have a fantastic week it's the mark harvard podcast and i'm out The Mark Harvard
1: Podcast.